Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Awesome. Thank So, I'm Amy. I am going to be one of your ministry specialists this year. And I have also took on the role as your, the worship lead. So, my first announcement, you're going to know already. Worship auditions. Is there any singers, any musicians? Where are you at? Where are you at? That's not, that's not currently on the team. Ken can play the rain stick like nobody. So if you are interested in worship, we're going to have a uh, meeting on September 11th for interest. It's going to be uh, right after service. And I think it's only going to be like an hour. But then auditions are going to be September 18th from 1 to 3. So singers, musicians, what a, any, what, all the above. So if you can play or sing, come see me. There is um, a form that you would need to fill out just prior to doing that. And then uh, just a couple announcements. Oh, also, sorry, about the most important thing, tech. We need people who want to run the sound and the projection. So if you're like a techie person, we need you. There's going to be a training sometime between now and like two weeks. So if you are interested in that, please see me as well. Or you can see Ryan. Ryan's also our another ministry specialist. <laughs> so um, another couple more announcements. On September 13th, there is going to be a women's group um, featuring Christine Kane. That's going to be Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Um, that is going to be here at the Vineyard. And then here's the other really awesome thing. We need people for HOTS. Have you guys heard of HOTS, Healing on the Streets? Ken Kopenbarger. He's your man. They meet every Saturday from 1 to 3 at the Illinois bus terminal. Pray for people, for healings, all that good stuff. If you are interested, there's your man. And then our weekend experience, if you guys don't have a home church, we would love to have you come on Sunday. We do have uh, two services, 9, 15, and 11. Most of the alive, we are 11 o'clock, and it's the lit service. I'm just going to put in a plug. It's the lit service. <laughs> Just saying. It's, it's a great, it's a good service. So, um, and we stream live on Facebook, YouTube, if you can't make it. And then, um, last but not least, there is a conference that's hosted by WBGL. It's called Soul Identity. It's going to be here, hosted by WBGL. It's going to be held here Saturday, September 24th, and Lisa Bevere will be here. I don't know if anybody knows Lisa Bevere. <laughs> yes, Emily does. So if you are interested, you would need to go to WBGL and register. We do not have tickets. So just saying. Yes, question? It doesn't say, but I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay, then yes, you can come. Oh, I don't know. We said, somebody over here said it was for everybody. I don't know. Oh. It's women's only. Okay. So that is all the announcements we have. So at this time, I have 
the honor and the pleasure of introducing our speaker for the to kick off a live this year, and it is going to be no one other than Ryan Robeson. Good evening, everyone. If you haven't met me, my name's Ryan. I'm the ministry, one of the ministry specialists here for Alive. And one of the themes that we really want to push this season is how to cultivate a culture of honor. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So a culture of honor is the opposite of the culture of the world. How many of you know that today we are living in a cancel culture? Maybe one of your professors said something you don't agree with, or maybe one of your friends said something you don't like. So you just decide to write them out of your life. Maybe it was one of your parents, they said something that offended you, or maybe someone at work has different beliefs than you. So you just decide to remove them from your life. You see, in today's culture, somebody that has been respected for years can post one wrong thing on Facebook. They can say one wrong thing, and they're canceled. One mistake, and people just write them out of their lives. And I would like to suggest to you that this is not the culture of the kingdom. This is not the culture of heaven. So if you're taking notes, write this first point down. Cancel culture is the opposite of kingdom culture. And Romans 12, two reminds us that God does not want us to be of this world, yet so many Christians decide to align themselves with it and its culture and its values. So you might be wondering, what is a cancel? Or you might be wondering, what is a culture of honor? And in simple terms, a culture of honor is just where you treat another person as you would Jesus. It has its foundation and its value for God, and a value for people all starts with how we approach Jesus. So you might just be wondering, what is honor? Well, to figure that out, we're going to look at two Greek words. The first word we're going to look at is the word etimos, and it means to dishonor, without honor, to treat as common or ordinary. So there's nothing special about you. There's no treasure in you. I shouldn't expect anything from you. You're simply common or ordinary. And the word most often translated as honor is the word time, and it means to value, to respect, to highly esteem, to treat as precious, weighty, or valuable. So based off of those two words, what do you think honor does? It builds up, it cherishes, it esteems, it encourages, and it believes the best. What do you think dishonor does? It treats as common, it tears down, it belittles, it criticizes, it devalues, and it assumes the worst. So if you have your Bibles or your phones, let's open up to Mark 6. We're going to read the first couple verses there. Uh, so just for context, Jesus had just done a few miracles here. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. She had that issue for 12 years, and then Jesus healed her. And he also raised a girl from the dead. Then Jesus went to his hometown, Nazareth, and the people there were looking for the Messiah. Jesus came in as the Messiah, but the people looked right past him. They showed Jesus no honor. So we're going to read Mark uh, 6, 1 through 5. And I'm reading from the NLT. Jesus left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. 
The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did you get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe him. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his hometown and among his relatives and his own family. So in his hometown, Jesus was without honor. Verse 5 says, And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. So why does honor matter? You see, in a place where Jesus was not honored, he could not perform miracles. Now notice in verse 5, it does not say he would not. It says he could not perform miracles. Why? Because of a lack of faith and a lack of honor. So Jesus himself, the Son of God, the third person in the Trinity, did not have the ability to perform miracles in his hometown because of a lack of faith and a lack of honor. And I would just like to ask you, what did God want to do for you? What prayer did God want to answer for you? What miracle did he want to do in your life, but he didn't? He couldn't because you lack honor. People do not earn honor. You know, a lot of people think that once you act honorable, then I'll show you honor. Or once you live in such a way that you deserve honor, then I'll give it to you. But there is a huge difference between respect and honor. And I didn't know this for the longest time. I thought respect and honor were basically the same thing. But the difference is respect is earned and honor is given. So honor is about you. It's a posture of your heart and it's a type of humility. And when we honor people, we can honor God. We can honor God by honoring people when they don't deserve it. We can honor God by valuing people who we do not agree with. We can honor God by never speaking negatively about somebody. And we can honor God by refusing to participate in dishonoring conversations. Now, if we can just be real with each other for a second, how many of you have participated in a dishonoring conversation this week? I know I have probably two or three, maybe four times. You know, you're with your friends and, you know, you see something, start making fun of somebody, you talk about someone behind their back, you know, we all do it. (laughs) And that is a dishonoring conversation. And one way we can honor God is by honoring people and not participating in those. And the crazy thing is that once you start to treat people with honor, when you encourage them, when you believe the best, and when you treat them as precious, they will often start to become honorable. But when you dishonor people and you assume the worst, when you tear them down, when you talk down to them, when you belittle them and you criticize them, this can actually make people act even more dishonorable. And I would like to suggest to you that heaven or that dishonor blocks heaven's power in your life. And what I say next is either going to offend some of you or convict some of you, but you cannot come into the Vineyard Church on a Sunday morning and worship God and then go out of here during the week and adopt the dishonoring culture of this world and then expect heaven to come to earth around you. There are some of you in here that want to work miracles and extend the miraculous. 
You go out, you come here on Sunday morning and you see the ministry line in the front, giving prophetic words, words of knowledge, prophesying over people, healings happen. And then you wonder, why can't I do it? You wonder, am I just not equipped with this gift? Can I just not hear God clearly? I would like to suggest to you that you can't do it because of your spirit of dishonor, because heaven refuses to participate with that. The world builds a culture of dishonor, and then we decide to partner with it, and we wonder why heaven can't get in. And that is the power that honor has in a culture. So honor builds up, and dishonor tears down. So who are we supposed to honor? Well, first, we are to honor God, and there's a lot of ways we can do that. The first way is with our wealth. So we can honor him with what he gives us. And Proverbs 3.9 says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. So we can honor him by tithing 10%. That word tithe means tenth, and it's just a way to honor God with our finances. We can also honor God with our bodies, which are holy and set apart for him. We can honor God with our worship. And we can honor God by honoring our parents. Uh, and that comes from Exodus 20, 12. And our parents, I know it's not always this way, especially today, but your parents should teach you how to ascribe honor to other people. Because if you can't honor your parents, no matter what your situation is, if you can't honor them, then it's gonna be very difficult for you to honor other people. Uh, Romans 13 also reminds us that we should honor those in authority. So when it comes to politics, Many people only honor one side. I know I've struggled with it in the past too. You only honor the side you agree with, right? And it's like, there's such a toxic environment today, especially, and it's people only honor one side. But did you know that you can disagree without dishonor? You can be totally against their policies and you can still show them honor, how? Because remember, honor is about you and your heart posture. It has nothing to do with the other person. So we need to pray for those that we voted for, and we need to pray for those that we do not vote for. So you do not have to agree to show honor. We should also honor our pastors and spiritual leaders. And 1 Timothy 5.17 talks about those who oversee the church are worthy of a double portion of honor. And you know who's especially worthy of a double portion of honor are the workers down in Kingdom Kids. Because my wife over there is the ministry specialist. <laughs> and I have heard some stories. <laughs> Thank a Kingdom Kids worker next time you see them. <laughs> Romans 12.10 says to be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself. So scripture says that we are to honor others more than we honor ourselves. Or ESV says it like this. It says, outdo one another in showing honor. So how are we doing with that? How is our culture doing with that? Outdoing one another in showing honor. When we turn on the TV or we watch the news, are they building people up, finding the gold in them? Or are they tearing people down? trying to dig up the worst in them, exposing them, trying to, you know, cancel them. How are we doing with that in a cancel culture where you'll shun your friend over a Facebook, Facebook post? 
Instead of tearing each other down, what if we tried to out-honor one another? What if we tried to out-give one another? What if we tried to out-encourage one another, out-cherish one another? What would our culture look like if we tried to outdo one another in showing honor? And because I have the mic and I get to do whatever I want, I just want to take a moment to honor some people. So can we just give it up to Ken and Angie over here for organizing everything? And, and if you're a leader in a life, can you raise your hand? Can we just give some honor to these people and our sound people and Amy and the worship team and Patrice? wherever you are, I don't know where you are. Um, Yeah, so I honor church leadership here. Incredible, spirit-filled people who deserve a double portion of honor. I honor my wife. I honor those who serve in our church. I honor our first responders who run in when others run out. I honor our political leaders, whether I voted for them or, or not. I believe that even somebody I disagree with, God can use, and I show them honor. And I honor all of you, spirit-filled young people with a hunger for Jesus that with the Holy Spirit has the solution to the world's problems. And above all, I honor Jesus, our Redeemer, our King, our Lord, our Savior, and our Provider and our Healer. So in conclusion, when we honor people, We honor God. Why do we honor others above ourselves when they're different or when they're wrong? Because they're still his. They need the same grace that you need, and they need the same grace that I need. We honor them because his name is on them. And that's what I want you to understand, that you're not common. You're not ordinary because his name is on you. You are an image bearer of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I declare a spirit of honor upon this place. I declare it upon your hearts, upon this church, and upon this ministry. I pray that this ministry would be a ministry that builds up rather than tears down. I declare a spirit of honor over all of our homes, our family, our friends, and all of your lives. Father, help us to honor one another above ourselves. Help us to treat others as valuable, and help us to cherish people like you would. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. For more info, please follow us on social media at Alive Vineyard College, or check out our website at thevineyardchurch.us.